Geek of the North, episode 61 for January 31st, 2017. Happy New Year. I know it's been a month since I posted an episode here. And I'm also going to cross-post this on Mike Dell's world over at MikeDell.com. And the only reason I'm going to do that is because this subject is kind of good for both podcasts. So why not uh, do double duty here? So <laughs> so this is also going to be Mike Dell's world episode number 254. So uh, interesting that, uh, that both are going to come together, but... I am kind of a car geek, and I do cars a little bit different than the average bear. I don't ever go out and buy a brand new car. I've done that once in my life, and it worked out okay because I drove the thing for, uh, I don't know, 14 years and uh, (laughs) almost 200,000 miles. But uh, in my estimation, buying cars that are that new or brand new this doesn't make sense for me. Uh, you know, I put a ton of miles on cars generally. And so, you know, I don't get my value out of them as, as much as if I start with an old car and uh, just make it older. (laughs) You know, a friend of mine said once, and it really stuck to me. He says, he says, yeah, if you go buy a, uh, a used truck, then uh, you've got an old truck. And in five years, if you buy a new truck, in five years, you've got an old truck. So why not start with an old truck? And five years later, you still have an old truck. <laughs> so I've kind of taken that to heart. So I generally don't buy vehicles that uh, are newer than, say, five or six, seven years old, sometimes older. Well, this fall, yeah, this fall, I bought a 2006 Subaru. So at that time it was about 10 years old and a hundred and something thousand miles on it for a Subaru. As long as it's well-maintained, that's not bad. So, you know, and I got it cheap, you know, and the beauty of it, no car payments. And that's the other thing. I, I don't do car payments if I can help it. Now I have, and I probably will in the future, you know, if I need to, but, uh, I'm definitely not going to go out and buy a brand new car. So I had a little incident in January and well, the beginning of this month, uh, if you're listening to this on the day I posted it, otherwise last month, anyway, first part of January I was driving said Subaru and it was a nice enough day, snow covered, slippery roads like normal up here in Northern Michigan, nothing we're not used to. And the Subaru, of course, is all-wheel drive and sticks to the road pretty good in most cases. Well, I'm going along at what I consider a reasonable pace. And I start down this hill and I realize I need to slow down a little bit. So I just touch the brakes and voila, I am along for the ride. The car is sliding sideways. It's There's a curve at the bottom of the hill, and then there's, well, not a cliff, the ditch. <laughs> and it looked a lot bigger that night than it did when I went back the other day just to uh, pick up some parts that uh, had been forcibly removed from the car. But anyway, to, suffice it to say, I went through a hedge, went through a bunch of little trees, missed a couple of big trees by mere inches. 
and basically tore the mirrors off both sides of the car, uh, put some scratches and really dinky small dents that you can't see from more than five feet away in this car. Well, since I had just bought it, I made the mistake, or maybe I, maybe it wasn't a mistake, but at the time I thought, well, you know, I guess I could put full coverage on it, at least for a little bit. So I did put full coverage on the car. Well, being that it's a 2006, and even though it was in immaculate condition, the insurance company decided it was totaled. You know, the whole uh, the whole bill for repairing the car was $4,500. And apparently in Michigan in particular, but I don't know how it is with other states, if a car or if a repair bill takes 70% of the car's value, they consider it a total loss. And the car is worth about $7,000, something like that. And anyway, so the insurance company came back and totaled the car. I'm like, well, that stinks. I like the car and really can't tell anything's wrong with it except for it's missing, (laughs) not missing, but it's, you know, the mirrors. We put mirrors on it just so we could drive it. And, you know, other than that, you know, it's just a couple, I mean, little dinky, you know, door ding sized dents. But they wanted to replace the doors, replace the fender, replace the hood, replace the windshield because the windshield had a little scratch in it that wouldn't, you know, buff out. So, you know, all that added up to 4500 bucks. But the insurance company totals it, and they sent me a check for the $7,000. And I'm thinking, well, you know, it would have been cheaper if they had just fixed the car. Instead, they totaled the car. So uh, to buy the car back from the insurance company, I had to pay the salvage, so it was 1400 so I paid them back $1,400 out of the $7,000, and I own the car free and clear still. And I got a bunch of money in my pocket. Well, hopefully that doesn't affect my insurance too badly. But the thing I, I was getting at is, why, you know, who who wins when, you know, there's that law here in Michigan. I don't know if it's really the law or what, but... Uh, who wins in that case? You know, I told him, I said, well, don't change the doors and the hood. You know, there's just little dents in it. I don't care. You know, I'll just slap some mirrors on it and drive the thing. And they said, well, no, we got to do it. You know, blah, blah, blah. And so instead of writing a $4,500 check to the place to fix the car, they wrote a $7,000 check and basically gave me back the car for 1400 of that. So I don't know. I don't know if this is really tech, but this is still geeky stuff. Uh, so that's why I put it in this feed as well. But, you know, I just don't understand who wins. You know, I kind of won in that one. And if I wanted to, I could go have all that work done and still come out ahead. That's fine. But I'm not going to. I'm going to throw a couple mirrors on it, which I already did. And uh, there was one little side panel that popped off. I'm going to. I went and retrieved that from the site of the accident, and uh, I'm going to uh, put that back on the car when the weather is conducive to uh, mess around outside, and I'm just going to drive the thing. You know, I don't care what it looks like. I might have some fun with it. I might uh, get some of that bed liner material and (laughs) paint the whole car with that and make it kind of Mad Max-like. But anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Um... 
like I said, my philosophy on cars is I buy older ones. And, you know, for just me and my wife here at the house, we've actually got four of them here. Not because we need four of them, but if one breaks down, which happens with older cars, we've got uh, backups. You know, and, you know, admittedly, the, the old van, I've got an old, old van. It's a 79 GMC, and that's basically utilitarian, you know. I throw haul stuff in it, and, and uh, you know, it doesn't really serve much other purpose. And then we've got a uh, an SUV, big SUV, that we uh, pull our camper with. And, and then we each have our own vehicle. Actually, Kathy, my wife, drives the... Uh, Subaru most of the time, and uh, I've got a uh, little Chrysler minivan. Now, she wants a new car, so we are going to go out and get her a, uh, well, not new, but a newer, maybe not even newer, but a different car, so (laughs) we're going to go get her something to drive around, and I'll drive the Subaru, and we'll we'll just get rid of the uh, the little Chrysler minivan since it has 240,000 miles on it, so anyway, but that's my philosophy on cars and, and my little story of Wrecking the Subaru. Although, like I said, if I took a picture of that car, which I might include, yeah, I, I will include that in the uh, show notes. So if you're uh, listening at, on the Geek of the North feed, that's uh, over to modernlifepodcastnetwork.com and look for Geek of the North and uh, there'll be a picture of the car and you'll you'll never know that anything's wrong with it. Uh, well, maybe a little bit with the mirror looking a little weird, but uh, other than that, just, you know, you can't tell from where I took the picture. And then uh, if you're listening on the Mike Dell's world feed, go to MikeDell.com and look for uh, this episode, and I'll have a picture in the show notes. And, yeah, I usually don't cross-post, but uh, I th- like I said, I thought it was a- appropriate since I am kind of a car geek and do things a little bit different than uh, than the average bear. Yeah, no, it would be nice to go get a brand new car and you'd have all the tech goodies and and all that. I uh, what I usually do is when I have to travel, if I'm driving, you know, and if it's you know like a long trip, like you know, I go down to the office where I I work. I work for a company based in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, that's 400 miles away from here. And usually when I go down there, I'll uh, take the uh, I'll take and rent a car. Which is nice because I get to get to play with all the tech gadgets and all that. And the last time I went down there, I rented a Volkswagen a Jetta, I think it was, or Passat. I don't know. It was a little sedan, and it had uh, Apple CarPlay and uh, Android Auto in it. And since I have one of each, I got to test out how Android Auto and and uh, Apple CarPlay work. And let's see. Oh, yeah, it's still recording. I thought maybe my recording stopped. But anyway, it was fun to do that. And so, uh, you know, I I figure, you know, if I'm going to need a car for a long trip, uh, just go rent one. They're cheap enough. It's certainly cheaper than a a new car with a new car payment and and a big insurance payment and all that good stuff. Uh, You know, instead, I'll just uh, just rent one. You know, I'm a mile from the airport. It's no big deal to go get a rental car. So that's uh, that's how I do it. Uh, oh, your mileage may vary. If you've got uh, any comments on how you do vehicles and uh, your philosophy of that, you know, either techy geeky or just uh, just in general, 
get hold of me. Uh, you can find me. Uh, let's see on Twitter. It's M G Dell M G D E L L. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash MG Dell. Let's see where else. I guess email. You could uh, email me Mike at Mike com, And of course, uh, I'm also an administrator on the modern life podcast network, uh, Facebook page. So, uh, yeah, just curious what you guys think uh, about, uh, how I do cars and, you know, I, and of course that, that all, uh, also, you know, brings up another point as far as techie geeky stuff. Uh, you know, with the cars, I, I've got the same car stereo in the, this Chrysler minivan that I've been driving that I've had in the, the three previous cars. <laughs> so, you know, I've got a car stereo that's just a, you know, Kenwood, simple, cheap, but it has a really good uh, integration with uh, plugging in the USB to my phone so I can listen to my podcasts and, uh, you know, streaming radio and whatever through the phone and and so when I get, uh, you know, when we sell the uh, Chrysler minivan, I'll put the original radio back in it and take that stereo and put it in the Subaru, since that'll be my primary car for the time being anyway. So uh, that's just another techie geeky thing that I do. Uh, like I said, and, I, and I actually should get on Crutchfield and see if I can still order that, that uh, version of uh, the Kenwood head unit. <laughs> Because I really do like how they do the the uh, integration with uh, with especially the iPhone, but uh, it works with my iPad actually as well. As long as I have the iPad charged all the way, of course. I think I had a whole episode about how iOS 10 screwed up my iPad charging, but I figured out if I have the thing charged all the way before I get in the car with it, it'll it'll maintain the charge plugged into the car stereo, so. It, it still works. All right, enough of that. I'll let you get back to your uh, your uh, playlist of podcasts. Glad I'm part of it. Catch me later. <laughs>